Welcome to Take a Peek Podcast, where we take a peek into the darker side of society. I'm Chels. And this is Hoff, so let's get into it. This podcast covers sensitive subjects, violent crime, and crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. The humor in this podcast is never directed towards the victim of any of the crimes covered in this podcast. guys we are back in 2023 for a really rough episode oh yeah so it's a death of a three-year-old little girl so just be prepared for that uh because we're gonna go into detail and it could be hard to listen to for some people so let's get into it Mm. so on March 17, 2016, at 7.42 a.m., paramedics and officers of the Grand Junction Police Department responded to North 14th Street for a report of a three-year-old female not breathing. Paramedics arrived at 7.49 and found the three-year-old Bethany laying in the middle of the living room floor, unresponsive but warm to the touch. Hmm. After CPR and first aid, was administered, they weren't able to recover Bethany, and she was pronounced dead at 8.02 a.m. Pretty quick. When investigators arrived on scene, though, from GJPD, paramedics advised immediately that there were problems with the call. They had explained that Bethany was severely bruised on her head and abdomen. They also advised that when performing CPR and suctioning out her airway, there was older blood present within the tube. And Trachea. that. No, like, you know, when you're suctioning out with the oh, big okay. uh, balloon. Okay. So they sucked it out. They yeah. sucked out old blood with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was, I'm sure, in her trachea. They also observed multiple bruises on her forehead, abdomen, and legs. And it was also noted that no rigor mortis had set in. At this point. So it was brand new. Like she wasn't dead that long. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Investigators had also began to talk to Shanna Gosnett, Gossett. According to the PC affidavit, affidavit <laughs> she was the legal guardian for Bethany. Shanna was the sister to Bethany's biological mom. And Shanna explained that Bethany's bio mom was not allowed to have unsupervised visits with Bethany. So Shanna had then explained to investigators that she met up with the biological mom about two weeks ago. This is when Shanna gave Bethany to to her mom to care for for a little bit because Shanna needed a break from Bethany. During this time, there was little to no communication between the two. So, Shanna had also disclosed to investigators that she was an in-home child care provider. When Mm -hmm. investigators, right, asked what happened with Bethany, Shanna described that last night at 10 p.m., Bethany and the biological mom had brought her back home to Shanna's house. Bethany was in the car seat asleep and the 
biological mom dropped her off saying, here you go. And then she just left and took off and didn't say anything further. Shannon noticed, however, that Bethany had a bloody nose that she had wiped clean prior to putting her to bed. Shanna then placed Bethany in her crib for the night, and then in the morning, she went back to check in on Bethany, and this is when she found her unresponsive. This is when she called 911. Okay. I'm really confused. Yeah, so timeline. Two weeks ago, bio mom gives Shanna Bethany. No. no, you mixed it up. Okay. So, so Shanna gave bio mom children, the Bethany, the child, because she just couldn't deal with her. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then bio mom supposedly just came back, said, here you go. Goodbye. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's a kid. Goodbye. But she had a bloody nose after, after she was dropped off. Mm-hmm. And then she just let her go to sleep, wiped it up. And then, oh my God, something happened to and her. Let me call 911. Yep. So... She's in the care of Biomom when this happens? Mm, supposedly. 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 According to the PC affidavit at the initial interview. This is like the sister's testimony. Mm-hmm. The aunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Bethany is is the three-year-old. Okay. Shanna is the aunt. And then Biomom. I okay. just didn't list her name. So Biomom gave Uh-oh. Shanna the baby. So basically, two weeks prior to this event when paramedics were called, Mm -hmm. Shanna took Bethany and gave her to the biological mom. Okay. So for the past two weeks, she's been in the care of bio mom. Okay. Even though she's not allowed to have her. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. When Shanna was asked about the bruising, she explained that Bethany had often had bruises due to her throwing herself down or throwing herself up against things because she was diagnosed with a reactive detachment disorder. Which is, Mm -hmm. I mean, like kids get upset and throw themselves down and throw tantrums, but not hard enough to bruise or make themselves bleed. Right. Like, I think the worst bruise that our oldest has ever had was recently like she took the hardest digger ever and I felt terrible <laughs> and it was off of our coffee table. Oh gosh. Oh she went nuts. Launched it. Yeah. <laughs> and um like she was jumping off of our couch to the coffee table, which if you have a toddler a toddler you understand that nothing is safe in your house. <laughs> um but and she bruised terribly like, felt terrible. Like, it's on her freaking thigh. Mm-hmm. You don't get, like, you're saying, like, that's the biggest one I've ever seen on her, and she's almost five. Yeah. Like, like, and that was because, <clears throat> well, she launched it. Right, yeah, because <laughs> she was going crazy and thought she could fly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I just looked up reactive attachment disorder. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Because I'm not a physician. Me neither. <laughs> this is... uh. Mayo Clinic, so mm-hmm. oh, good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Reactive attachment disorder is a rare but serious condition in which an infant or young child does not establish healthy attachments with parents or caregivers. Reactive attachment disorder may develop if the child's basic needs for comfort, affection, and nutri- nurturing 
aren't met and loving, caring, stable attachments with others are not established. Mm. Appropriate treatment, children who have reactive attachment disorder may develop more stable and healthy relationships with caregivers and others. Treatments for reactive attachment disorder include learning how to create stable nurturing environments and providing positive child and caregiver interactions. Mm. Parent or caregiver counseling and education can help. Some of the symptoms of reactive attachment disorder Mm. usually start in infancy, infancy, There's little research on signs or symptoms of reactive attachment disorder beyond early childhood, and it remains uncertain whether it occurs in children older than five. Signs and symptoms may include unexplained withdrawal, fear, sadness, or irritability, sad and listless appearance, not seeking comfort or showing no response when comfort is given, failure to smile, watching others closely but not engaging in social interactions, failure to reach out Mm -hmm. when picked up, no interest in playing peekaboo or other interactive games, behavioral problems, failing to seek supportive assistance. None of those say that they throw themselves into walls. No, because she's an idiot. Mm Mm-hmm. So, (laughs) yeah. So Shanna explained that she regularly took Bethany to her primary care doctor for those issues, specifically. Mm. It sounds like it's more of a psychologist than a primary care physician issue. Right. But in this case, the autopsy on Bethany was completed the same day. Is that normal? No. Not for up here. Not for a rural community. But maybe because she was a child, they pushed it? Or I would bet that Grand Junction just has the resources. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. It's a bigger city. We do not. It was still... A couple of days on my first autopsy from when we actually scooped the dude up and when mm-hmm. we went. And it was injunction. Hmm. But I mean, that was years ago because you're old. I am old. So You're welcome. <laughs> um, but to me, I was impressed by that. Like autopsies take a while up here. But like, I at think least a couple days. It was a big case, like just mm-hmm. a three-year-old randomly passing away, so... Depending, mm-hmm. also With depending... With bruises covering her yeah, body. Mm-hmm. Depending on... on the um, severity. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what the EMS and the first responders saw, they might have mm-hmm. pushed it because they're like, hey, there could be some signs of abuse here. Right. It was found that Bethany had bruises all over her body, multiple external and internal head injuries, and it was determined that Bethany had died as a result of blunt force, tra- excuse blunt. me, blunt force trauma to the head. So once good, was there like a weapon, or was it just like a um, overtime? I think an overtime, yeah, resulting in That's abuse. Sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be a TBI. Mm-hmm. And then, of I course, like if she if she did throw tantrums and throw herself and she, stuff like that. Right. She could have easily had a brain injury and had no control over it. Mm -hmm. So uh, Shanna had explained to investigators that Bethany was in the care of her bio mom for the past two weeks, reminding them again. (laughs) And so investigators followed up with the bio mom. The bio mom of Bethany explained to investigators that she was in Texas for the past two weeks and was not in Colorado. They checked in on it. Everything checked out. She was in Texas. So she had nothing to do with it. Correct. Interesting. And then back to these two. Right. So due to this, investigators then met uh, with Shanna again 
with another consensual interview, which is always stupid to me. Like, if you're... Criminals are just stupid. <laughs> like, I would never talk to a cop. <laughs> well, when you're married to I one, I would never hard. talk to you. <laughs> well, she's um, going to be a mute now. Yep. I get a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. To discuss Mm-mm. what we have for dinner. But you won't. <laughs> so this is when Shanna explained that she was having trouble controlling Bethany. She explained that Bethany was throwing herself down and hurting herself. This is when Shanna had strapped Bethany in the high chair and then put that high chair into her bedroom closet. This is where she concealed Bethany for two weeks, but that she had continued to feed Bethany and she continued to bathe her periodically. Just strapped up. Mm Mm-hmm. Shanna then described that on the 15th of March, she had Bethany out of the closet. Bethany was throwing a temper tantrum, and she had pushed Bethany down. This has caught this caused her to hit her head on a vacuum. She, you sure she just didn't pick up the vacuum and hit the child? Right. Bethany got up, but then Shanna had pushed Bethany's head into the hallway. After this, Bethany didn't get up and had quit breathing. Shanna said that she began giving Bethany CPR, and after some rescue baths, Bethany had began breathing again on her own, but she also had responsive eye movements, but was otherwise not moving her body. So she was just laying there breathing Mm -hmm. and moving her eyes, but nothing else? She probably Mm -hmm. had so much damage that Mm -hmm. she couldn't. Neurological, right? Mm -hmm. This is when Shanna hid Bethany under her bed until about 10 p.m. on March 16th. She just shoved her under the fucking Mm -hmm. bed? This is when she took Bethany and then placed her in her crib. And then called. Did she wipe the blood from her nose? Is that when she did this? Right. (laughs) What a fucking idiot. I mean, at this point, too, like the jig is up. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Like you I just mean, told on yourself. Well, and the cops had checked out to see if Bethany was with Biomom. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the cops came into that interview like, something's not adding up. We just got to ask you a few more questions. They and came in as, knowing. Yeah. Oh. Well, then as soon as, as soon as they came in to sit down for the interview, it's like, okay, <clears throat> what really happened? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I'm caught. Yep. Right. So, Shanna did explain that the bio mom was not aware of any injuries prior to this event. So, bio mom had no clue what they anyone was talking about in relation like, to this event. I'm just wondering, like, are they, did she trust her with her children? Well, Child? So, Bethany was placed in Shanna's care and taken away from bio mom. But why? We're going to get into that. Oh. Yeah. But. Is she worse? I I don't know. Or are they just towing the same amount of fucked up behind themselves? Right. To me, they're both fucked up people and individuals. And Mm -hmm. if you can't care for a child, then you shouldn't fucking create one. Because they're innocent in all of this. Like. I don't get it. Well, and they didn't ask to be here either. No. And what sucks is like so many pieces of shit can have children and reproduce. 
Right, but then... But then people who like are good and can mm-hmm. afford it and can give someone like the most amazing mm-hmm. life can't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. I feel yeah. bad for people mm-hmm. like that. But yet, I mean, meth, like drug addicted meth heads can pop out kids like one after the fucking other. I don't understand. Yeah. That's a stereotype, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's true. Um, <laughs> to me, it's true. Yeah, um, I don't understand why they're so reproductive. Oh, and they're good at it. <laughs> it's because they have a lot of time. Apparently, smoking a reefer and bowl. <laughs> Man, I chose the wrong life. <laughs> I think you're doing just fine. <laughs> So after that interview was concluded, Shanna was placed under arrest. Um, According to the PCF, David, they charged her with a felony, too, of child abuse resulting in death, death, murder in the first degree, second degree kidnapping, which is another felony, too, false imprisonment, which is a felony five. How did they get second degree kidnapping? You know that I'm not sure. You tell me. They probably just tacked it on. Just well, to see if it would stick, yeah. you know? I could see the false imprisonment. Strapping yeah, somebody absolutely. to a chair, putting them in a closet. That's Concealing false imprisonment. Her, yeah. But the kidnapping has to be, well, unless unless what they did is they she strapped her to the high chair outside of the room and then moved her from one place to the other in the closet. Mm-hmm. And that could be where you'd get your kidnapping to. Interesting. I think they were throwing the whole book because... The oh, way, I would too. Technically. The way that things are nowadays, mm-hmm. they drop so much stuff mm-hmm. and dumb it down. Do you have the list of what she was actually charged with? That That's what she was charged well, with. Oh, like that's they all stuck. What she convicted of. What was she yes. convicted of? Do you I have that, that list? Okay. Yeah. We'll save it for later. Because mm-hmm. okay. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was booked into the Mesa County Jail and held without bond. That's good. Nice. Right. For how long? Uh, Until she saw a judge. Until the bond got reduced by the judge. 48 (laughs) hours. No, she was held the entire time in custody. Oh, like they never let Mm -hmm. her have a bond. Did it go to trial? It did go to trial. Wow. She's a fucking idiot. She didn't take a plea? No, I do think she took a plea. She took a plea. Just kidding. Didn't go to trial. Okay. But they held her until it was done. Mm -hmm. They really held her with no bond, huh? Correct. That's impressive. Yep. And this is grand. That is. I have not seen that. That's grand junction. But it was 2016. Different time. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, You can't do mm -hmm. that now. Mm -hmm. Um, Ugh, makes me sick. Right. (laughs) So... Then $500 PR bond. Yeah, I'm like, I am so tired of this. Right. He called me a gun. (laughs) $500? You kidding me? God. Sorry. (laughs) Who was it? No. I know. (laughs) A lot of people. (laughs) And like, I didn't even do anything. I was just fucking standing there. Just walk by trying to hand him the lunch. And that's with the mask on. What does that tell you? <laughs> it's all in the eyes, That's I guess. Rough. It's all in the eyes. Can you see in my eyes that I don't give a flying Texas fuck asshole. about your problems right now? Because <laughs> I'm looking at you like you're extremely whiny and stupid. <laughs> and I don't care. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, like, I care that you are breathing. Yeah, because that's a lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what they did. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, that's the best. I care about humans in general. She does. She's a sucker. Like, don't let her. People I like, Chelsea. That's why you feel that way because I like. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. If I don't like you, I feel like you would know. What gives it away? Yeah, is it the rest of bitch faith or no? That's that's every day. I can't fix that. Um, Maybe it's the way I talk to you. Could be, could be, (laughs) Uh, could be your blunt attitude. That's to everyone. Mm -hmm. Always true. Uh, Everybody is treated equal. Mm No, whether she loves you or she don't, she gonna tell you how it is. That's right. And the unfortunate thing is, is if I love you, you're really gonna get the blunt. Like you're like, do you want you want it? (laughs) Because you're gonna get it. Don't ask. (laughs) Just don't ask. So, uh, Shanna was arrested on March 18th. Okay. This mm-hmm. happened on the 17th. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Wow. One day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they a, did good. That is an impressive turnover. Yeah. Then. Just on, interested. Was it, was it a woman investigator? Just wondering. It was. But That's why. Yeah, it was. Um, she was, there was like, a male too, but. But mm-hmm. like. That fucking motherly instinct of being protective went into full fucking gear. Oh, it, and she made all mm-hmm. the phone calls and took care of it in one fucking day, mm-hmm. evening. So what's really strange is we know the investigator and like a what? weird, like turn of events. Like, cause I just Google shit. Like that's how I find stories, mm-hmm. right? Like, so what are the odds that we know that investigator? Um, it's actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. One in every six people are connected. Boom. There we go. Like you and six people, one of those people know someone that you know. Hmm. Isn't that weird? That is kind of odd. Makes sense though. Or they know someone that knows you mm-hmm. through someone else. Interesting. But yeah, you have um, to look it up. So we knew her like through a really good family friend like when we were in college. It's just crazy how small the world is. So anyways, it was a female investigator and a male investigator. I think they did great. They they did really good work. Mm-hmm. I agree. So then on July 29th, a second person was arrested in connection with Bethany's death. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. <clears throat> You're gonna have to cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. It's good. It's staying in now that you. You said know what something. I'm proud if of. You just would have coughed and just left it alone. Earlier, <laughs> earlier she said our oldest and not her name. I was so I proud. So That's good. true. You're yeah. I know. Less uh, cutting for you. Fantastic. <laughs> Another investigator who arrived on scene that morning of the event was interviewing a person at the residence. So in the PC affidavit, I'm assuming it's a child or it's got to be a child because it's blacked out and redacted in Colorado record law. So it makes sense that it would be a child. And so the child explained that the bruises on Bethany's head was normal because she would bang her head on walls. This mm. person also explained 
that their doctor said it was, quote, not a big deal. What? Mm-hmm. This is the redacted person's name that's mm-hmm. giving investigators this information. So either they're a snitch or a kid. Well, and I'm thinking it's a kid just from statements. Like if your mom and dad or, you know, your your caregiver, caregiver tells you to that, say something. Yeah, that this is normal. She's doing it to herself. They're going to believe it. Like, you know, that absolutely. And depending on the age, they don't know any better. Mm-mm. So this is when the investigator spoke to Rebecca Wallen, in which she had lived at the residence with her three young children. So Bethany was in a home with Shanna and Rebecca. They're a couple Mm. with three other young children, and they are child care providers. Which basically paid for their rent. I'm sure, yeah. So Rick's... Rebecca explained. It can't be that glorious. Yeah, actually, you can get, like, grants and stuff to do upgrades and stuff to your home because it's also your place of business, and you can write it off at the end of the year and not pay for it. I still don't want to be a child care provider. (laughs) (laughs) I love my kids, but, like, nope. (laughs) You want to do upgrades? Open (laughs) an in-home daycare for two years? Real quick. (laughs) Rebecca explained that she was in the living room that morning when... Bethany was brought into the living room and was unresponsive. This is when they had called 911. But that investigator with GJPD was very smart and, of course, pulled the 911 audio. Prior to the dispatcher picking up the line, Rebecca could be heard saying, quote, I'm calling 911. I'm telling them that you just showed up like this with Bethany. Yeah, this morning. Later in the 911 call, Rebecca stated, What an idiot. <laughs> no. Rebecca stated her friend had came by in the morning for daycare, and she had a three-year-old who wasn't breathing. You're all related. There ain't no damn daycare. Mm. Hey, I'm just calling 911 and say exactly what my fucking plan is. You deserve to get caught. But they're dumb. You're, an, you're a fucking idiot. We never catch the smart ones. No, well, no. (laughs) No, everybody's fucking IQ is low. This is when they looked into a jail uh, phone call log between Rebecca and Shanna that was recorded on March 21st, so four days after Shanna was arrested. And this is when Shanna explained that she made an admission to police explaining that she had put her in the closet and that it was unintentional and that Bethany was in the house the whole time. So hold on, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Slide on over here right quick. Come Let me go on, grab man. the vacuum. Real quick. My smacky on it. <laughs> and smack it, you on it. <laughs> no intention of hurting you whatsoever. Yeah, definitely didn't mean to. And then I'm going to take well, your head. Unintentional. And I'm going to hit it on the sheetrock that, you know, is being redone. Mm-hmm. Downstairs. We'll do it downstairs. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks for not ruining my upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't intentional. And no, then I'm going to shove all. you under your own bed. Mm-hmm. Which actually you can't because this one's kind of low. Well, she fell. And no, no, no. She, on the vacuum. Yeah. No, she did not fall. 
that's what her story was. She, yeah. Shanna admitted to pushing her down. Yeah. Oh, but then her head, like, it's like Million Dollar Baby, the boxing one, where, like, her head hits the, the chair and breaks her neck. I don't it could happen. That, that happened? Yeah. She it's died? It's based on a true story. She, she died? broke her neck. I don't know that she died. No, you break your neck, you die. No. <laughs> That's what There's... they show in the movies. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh you ever God. watch an action flick? Like, they just break their neck and they die. Yeah. They do. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? If you break your neck, you're paralyzed. You might as well be a vegetable or... Or die. Or die. <laughs> or you did. Not um, all the time. Mm, I don't know. We'll research it. Uh, later <laughs> that month, on March 28th, investigators break? had interviewed Gary. So I'm not really sure who Gary is. I don't know if he's a family friend Gary had gone to the home back on March 14th, and when he was there, he had asked where Bethany was. Gary said that both Shanna and Rebecca agreed that she was in the home. They also told him that she was throwing herself against walls, and this is where she had a black eye from. Gary, however, did not see Bethany on that day. Did you just look it up? I did. What does it say? But can you survive from a broken neck? Absolutely. Not only can you survive, <laughs> but the with the right treatment, you can thrive afterwards with a few ill effects. <laughs> They're now handy capable. You can thrive. I was wrong. You can thrive. Um, Apparently. <laughs> with, with a neck brace. Um, Good Lord. Lord have mercy. I was wrong. Yeah, you were. Um, it's just I'm like the glad movies. I'm... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so on that same day when they when GJPD was interviewing Gary, Child Protective Services interviewed a child who was in the home from March 5th to March 7th. While in the home, they asked the child if they saw Bethany. The child said that he hadn't. And when the child asked where Bethany was, both Shanna and Rebecca would explain that Bethany was at her grandma's house. The child also explained that on other occasions, both Rebecca and Shanna wouldn't let Bethany eat, play, or talk, telling her to shut up whenever she would talk. Mm -mm. Wait, so like these other children that they're interviewing, is that her one of her three children? It could be. Or I did people actually leave their fucking kids with these people? Oh, they totally did because it was a child care facility. I'm, I thought or you were any, joking. I any, thought that no. they had their four children and no. they called it a child care facility. No, it, it's in-home daycare. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, could you imagine? I wonder if like, they had a settlement. The families. Like they have any freaking money. Maybe. No, it doesn't um, matter. But like, you know what true. I mean? <clears throat> Oh, my God. Oh, I I can't, like... They wouldn't survive. Your mind will be blown later. Um, they so. wouldn't survive. <laughs> they wouldn't hear, have made it to a plea effect. deal. Let's hear the sound effect when your mind is blown. <laughs> Complete silence. <laughs> we broke off. <laughs> um, an additional interview was conducted with Rebecca's sister. Um, 
who advised she and other family members were, or she and other family members asked where Bethany was during the week of March 7th. But both Shanna and Rebecca would tell them that she was at grandma's house again. Um, In the same interview, she explained that Rebecca would often tell Shanna what to do. Mm -hmm. So then on April 7th, a friend of Rebecca's was interviewed. um, Another friend. Adult friend. Mm -hmm. And she told investigators that she was at Rebecca's house on March 13th. And when she asked where Bethany was, uh, they explained that she was sleeping. This friend, however, did disclose that she and Rebecca had a short relationship, uh, intimate relationship, and that she had to cut it off because um, Rebecca was extremely controlling over what she did and who she saw and who she talked to. Mm. So mm-hmm. No comment. Mm-hmm. So then Child, Prote- Child Protective Services... Then interviewed. Um, I'm sorry. On what? I'm back on the blah. blah, blah. Um. I'm so sorry. It was um, a long day. It is so hard talking, like, clearly. It's hard uh, talking, period. Oh, it's so hard. People look at me funny all the time. <laughs> I think I sound normal. Apparently, I don't. Nope. <laughs> Just kidding. Great. <laughs> um, but uh, CPS then interviewed on April 19th another previous ex of Rebecca's. This woman explained that Rebecca was really good with her kids and with Bethany. But she also described her as verbally and emotionally abusive to the point of physical violence. But she's good with the kids. But she's great with damn kids. Mm-mm. Then on July 27th, Shanna and her attorneys had sat down with investigators to discuss a truthful account of what had happened that day. She threw that bitch under the bus. Oh, she fucking did. I would, too. What I would never do that, but I'd throw that bitch. <laughs> right under the yeah. bus. <laughs> um. She got a little bit of help while she was in jail with a therapist or something, right? And she's like, it wasn't your fault. You were being emotionally abused, and that's why you acted the way that you did. You are totally calling it. Like, that's what pisses me off so much about this case is, to me, Shanna shoved a lot of the responsibility onto Rebecca. And uh, trust me, I think Rebecca's a fucking evil fucking bitch, too. Um, I'd love to catch her in an alley. Um, But... Let me catch you outside. How about that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where I was going. But uh, I I really hate that Shanna is trying to play the victim card. Mm-hmm. hate it. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, like, if she was emotionally abused, it still doesn't give you the right to make the choices that you made and do what you did. Right. Exactly. Um So Shanna explained that during her relationship with Rebecca that she had become increasingly controlling and manipulative over her and Bethany. Rebecca controlled everything. She even controlled who she spoke to, who she was allowed to see, including friends or family. Shanna also described her relationship as extremely verbally and emotionally abusive to both her and to Bethany. 
She explained that Rebecca was physically abusive to Bethany for about the last month of Bethany's life. Rue is talking in the background. I love that dog. (laughs) Uh, Shanna described Rebecca as forcing Bethany to drink large cups of water. And at one point, holding her head down under the kitchen faucet sink, forcing water down her throat. She waterboarded a three-year-old? Mm-hmm. Without the cloth. Wow. Well, we just call that drowning. Oh. Right. Um, yeah. When Bethany would react to Rebecca doing this, Rebecca would begin hitting her repeatedly um, with a black metal casserole pan. Hitting? A three-year-old. With a black... Metal casserole dish. Casserole dish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Then Rebecca would place Bethany in a bathtub with cold water in it and make her stay in there for hours. Oh my God, that poor child. If I was a kid, I'd just ask to be dead. Oh, I. But let's wonder oh. why she has that reactive detachment disorder, right? Thank you. Yeah. That seems, mm-hmm. that seems like a really healthy and I, positive. Like, if you to be in. if you keep mm-hmm. going after someone like mentally and just screaming at them and like tearing them down all mm-hmm. the time, like what do you expect them to do? Like with and then grown- doing these physical acts of violence towards you, yeah, yeah. like like physically, mm-hmm. but like just even if it wasn't physical, they're not going to have a reaction anymore. Mm-hmm. They're going to become numb, mm-hmm. and that's it. So Shanna also explained that she had to bring Bethany in for her annual doctor's visits. Who's this fucking doctor? But right before that, Rebecca struck Bethany in the face, causing a bruise over her eye. So Shanna had to change the appointment to a later date so that no one would see the bruise. Oh, isn't she a smart cookie? Mm Mm-hmm. Then prior to the follow-up doctor's appointment, Rebecca had struck Bethany in the face. Or, wrong. Rewind. Sorry. Uh, So then Shanna further explained that the last two weeks prior uh, to March 17th, Rebecca made her keep Bethany in the high chair. Made her. Made her do it. Okay. Oh, she held a gun to her head. This is where... Uh, or did she waterboard her too? Right. Or drown. Mm. Or just fucking watch it all happen, but you, you can't react, right? I'm not saying that she's innocent in any of this whatsoever, but who knows who really did what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean, her attorney's present, so I'm sure that they are already working on... Flipping it. How can we make this not your fault and you're also a victim? That's their job. Mm-hmm. That's oh, their yeah. job. It yeah, drives absolutely. me insane that they constantly look for like a way out. Well, mm-hmm. they can't. They can't lie. They can't outright lie to a judge and jury mm-hmm. about it. But they can go at every fucking angle, though. They absolutely mm-hmm. can, and they will. And that's what they're that's good their at. Job. Yep. But like morally, how do you sit with yourself? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not yeah. Like, you, like you know what I. <laughs> And it, but it also has to be a hard job. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not dissing on them whatsoever. No, but like, I mean, there's a place for them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why they're there. And like, it's because mistakes fucking happen. Yeah. Right. And people get blamed. Wrong people get picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, people in the wrong place, wrong time. Right. 
there's people in prison right now that don't need to be there. Right. I'm but, like 100% believe in that. Right. But in this case, I don't think that no. Shanna was completely scot-free. No. Um, Y'all were both grown fucking adults mm-hmm. running a business and mm-hmm. fucking up your own niece. Mm-hmm. Not anyone else. Right. Your family. Yeah. I don't understand it. Um. So. It's not going to make it better. It's going to make it so better. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it will. Um. So she, uh, Shanna said that uh, Bethany was kept out of sight from Rebecca's children and from visitors this way by strapping her into the high chair and concealing her within the room. Uh, Shanna said... <laughs> I got a chair me. to strap her to. Oh, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> it was... <laughs> I was gonna say, is that like? Did you healthy? see my face? Like if yes. <laughs> if your kid, if your kid is misbehaving, like, well, we'll just lock him in, lock him in the closet. It'll be fine. Can you do that to your spouse too? <laughs> Don't no, worry. I'll stick him on the dryer, make sure it's running, so he gets a good nap. <laughs> apparently. Apparently that's second degree kidnapping and false imprisonment. So yeah, so probably don't push not it. a good idea. Fine. Mm-hmm. I'll just call Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shanna said that Bethany was very quiet, saying that if she made any noises, Rebecca would punish her. Um, she just explained that Bethany had learned to be quiet. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, she's emotionally damaged. Mm-hmm. And oh, if you talk, shut down you get, and you get punched in the face or hit mm-hmm. with a pan. Mm-hmm. Oh God. So Shanna explained that on March 9th, Rebecca's uh, nephew was in town. Rebecca made her leave Bethany in the high chair seat on the floor in the master bedroom alone at the home for several hours while they went to the Colorado Monument. Oh, my God. Shanna said. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. How long? I mean... It's at least a 30-minute drive from, like, North 14th up to the monument. I mean, it can take a while up there. It's pretty. It's a beautiful place, but it's there's a lot to see. I, two hours minimum, hmm. I would say. They said several hours. Yeah, so. so um, Shanna said when they returned, she quickly check on Bethany. And then Rebecca made her leave Bethany alone again in the room, in the chair, while they went to Mount Garfield Trailhead in Palisade. So they came back, checked on her, and then left again. Mm-hmm. The torture in that little girl's head of like, oh, I get to maybe get out of this, and then just left again. Mm-hmm. I really have a chair. <laughs> For your spouse? No. For this lady. Oh, for sure. Rebecca. Um, oh, you want to eat? Hold on. I'll be right back. Oh, wait. You can fuck off. Yeah. I'm going to go an 18-hour drive home, visit family for a week, and then right. come back. I'll leave a wet sponge in your mouth so that way that's all you got for a week. Just <laughs> enough to fucking survive. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So they were gone again for several hours during this time. Uh, Shanna said that Rebecca punched Bethany in the right eye on Saturday, March 12th, 
And then again, put Bethany in in a bathtub full of cold water. While Bethany was in the tub, she found Rebecca force feeding Bethany a hot link, uh, which was a which was spicy, and she knew that Bethany didn't like it. That's so mean. Bethany threw up because of this, but Rebecca didn't stop. She continued to shove spicy food down her throat, causing her to choke. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I really don't like this lady. Shanna said if she said anything to Rebecca about what she was doing, that uh, Rebecca would assault her. So then, according to the PCF data, David. She is bigger than Shanna. She is. Yeah. On the picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like their weights and stuff when they came in. She's she's a bigger woman. Mm -hmm. That don't mean nothing. Um. So you would look at that. I would. <laughs> I um, would look at height and weight compared <laughs> to being taken out. Um, so Shanna said that on Monday the 14th, she had taken Rebecca's kids to school, as she did every morning. When she returned, Becca, Rebecca was up and was going to make Bethany run up and down the hallway, saying that Bethany needed exercise as a three-year-old. They don't need to be forced to run around. No. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, if you're strapping them into a high chair, maybe, yes. Um, Shanna said when Bethany stopped and sat down for a break, this is when Rebecca would pick her up by her ankles and would begin swinging her around. This is when um, Bethany struck a glass cabinet and had also hit her head on a treadmill. No vacuum. No vacuum. Mm-mm. Shanna said that Rebecca then took a pink belt and made Bethany stand with her hands against the wall. Shanna explained that Rebecca began swatting Bethany's butt and upper legs with that belt. So those marks that were left on Bethany showed up in the autopsy too. Mm-hmm. The belt. Yeah, like the belt, like the imprints. Mm-hmm. Well, it had to be like fresh, right? Mm-hmm. So this all happened like that day. Mm-hmm. Wow. She said when Bethany fell to the ground, Rebecca began hitting her uh, with her hands. Um, and Shanna said this stopped when Gary knocked on the door. And if you remember right, in Gary's interview, he never saw Bethany. So she's... Swinging her around by the ankles. Hit she her head. hit her head on a treadmill. She hit her head on a vase. Then she gets beaten with a belt. With a belt. And then she with gets hands. punched mm-hmm. on top of that. She can't be alive. No wonder why she's dead. She's probably like unconscious, slowly dying at this point. That's why she was quiet and this Gary guy never saw her. Mm-hmm. Well, they just stuffed her under the bed. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, That's like exactly what they did. Yeah, because... Oh, Gary knocked on the door. Let's hide the... The evidence. Mm-hmm. She was, and that's why she was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, Shanna then explained on the next day, on March 15th, Rebecca made Bethany um, sit in a tub of cold water. Shanna said she got Bethany out of the tub and was drying her off. So, at this point, she hadn't died 
but it's definitely leading up to her death. All the trauma from yeah. those events. <clears throat> you but, think like the cold water like preserved her kind of in a way? I was wondering that. You know, if like that why was did her that was her way of reason behind it. Yeah. Like well, no, she used to do it before, but yeah, she in her brain, it. she she's freaking the fuck out, right? Mm. She's trying know. to get out of it and like fix her mistake because she went too far. Not saying she, the woman had sympathy, but she's well, trying I mean, to undo her mistake, right? Yeah, you put well, well and mm-hmm. we don't know what kind of abuses she had when she was forcing her into the tub either. No, like, mm-hmm. they didn't. They didn't go into that. Like, is that no. a regular ritual? Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna open a can of whoop ass on the kid, and then I'm gonna stuff her in the tub so that so it doesn't that bruise or those whatever. Those things don't show up. Yeah. Swelling doesn't show up, etc. I want to know this lady's childhood. We'll go into Shanna's a little bit, but not Rebecca. I don't know Rebecca's so, very well. I, did Rebecca like? say that none of it was true we'll see yeah (laughs) so uh when shanna had gotten bethany out of the bathtub and was drying her off rebecca would tell her to stop she said rebecca rebecca told her bethany needed exercise and was again going to make her run up and down the hallway again after she got Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Next day, Shanna said as Bethany was leaving the bathroom, she fell and hit her head on the wall. Shanna said she didn't see what had caused Bethany to fall, but suspected that Rebecca had tripped her, as she's done it in the past. Shanna said Bethany began to run towards the end where Rebecca was, and Rebecca shoved a vacuum cleaner at her, causing Bethany to fall and strike her head on the vacuum. Shanna, how, how is this little girl alive? Bodies are amazing. Well, right? especially like, children because they're like constantly mm-hmm. developing. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. that they're like superhuman and heal I mean, faster, but Jesus. The, the will to live is Yeah, something. it's there. Yeah. I mean, even in, even in, a, and she probably can't even control it. Instant like mm-hmm. this. She mm-hmm. is. She is fighting for her life. Mm-hmm. Shanna said when she attempted to help Bethany, Rebecca took Bethany by the legs and began swinging her again by her feet. She said she was telling Rebecca to stop, but Rebecca continued. Shanna explained that Rebecca swung Bethany around in circles, causing her to strike sh- uh, shelving units. She said Rebecca then tossed Bethany, and this is when she struck the wall with her head. Hmm. I can't even imagine. Like, I just don't even know why the fuck. You're also a mom. The amount of evil that that has Mm -hmm. to be. I don't understand why she hates this child so much. Yeah. Does it ever explain? Because she has three other children. Well, they're Mm -hmm. not her own. No, Bethany. I mean, um, Rebecca, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so this is when Shanna said that Bethany began jerking and had stopped breathing. Shanna said she performed CPR on Bethany and she had begun breathing again. Uh, but this is when Shanna said she noticed that Bethany's pupils were wrong. So <clears throat> head trauma. Yeah. 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 She has a TBI. 
Um, Traumatic brain injury. Good job. Good job. I know, but yeah. <laughs> um, the right one being very small and the left one was very big. Uh, she said she told Rebecca to call 911, but Rebecca said she wouldn't, and she was afraid of losing her own kids. She said you this is when Rebecca left to go pick up her own kids. You should lose your own kids. Fuck you. Well, what the fuck? You never know. That could have that could have kept her alive. You never know. But Well, no, Rebecca should lose her own kids. Oh, fuck absolutely. Her for, what she, for what she did. Yeah. Um so this is when Shanna said Bethany was cold and her breathing was not normal. She said Rebecca, she had asked Rebecca if she could use blankets to cover Bethany and keep her warm. Rebecca gave her permission to use blankets on Bethany. Shanna said she stayed up Tuesday night and kept talk, taking Bethany's temperature, keeping track of it on a notepad. Shanna said during the night... Bethany began to make noise like she was began to make noise like she was in pain like throughout the night moaning well yeah she's dying mm -hmm. um Hi. so this is when she would give Bethany a suppository why because she's in pain and she claimed that the medicine would help calm her down. Hmm. Or shut her up. I'm sorry. A suppository doesn't go down your th your throat. Nope. Goes down the back end. Um, Which is odd to me. Like, why wouldn't you give them Tylenol? Like, through a syringe. Dimetap. Like, I don't understand. Ben Gay at this point? Jesus Christ. Right. She's been dragged through hell. <clears throat> Um, no. so you know what? Every time, okay, hold on. Icy hot. No, every time I go to a bank and mm -hmm. it's a depository, <laughs> all you think is suppository. <laughs> every time <laughs> that's where my brain goes. That's fantastic. And I'm like, I'm so glad I'm healthy. <laughs> like, um, no. <laughs> So uh, Shanna said she kept asking Rebecca to call 911 or to take Bethany to the hospital. But Rebecca wouldn't let her. Rebecca told her that she would have to come up with a story so she wouldn't lose her kids. So my thing, though, is that you could have called. You could have called 911 and hung up. Mm-hmm. And then, well, you if, didn't it was well a, if it was shit, a, a house phone, if it was a 911 hang up, even mm -hmm. then. Or you know, left the line fucking open and not said shit. There you go. Say um, something like, you, stop beating me or something like so that. So many things that. that you mm -hmm. can do. Or just say, I need help. Yep. I need pizza. <laughs> they'll fucking get it and they'll send you help. Not, I mean, like, cell phones are a little different because you have to pinpoint them. Mm -hmm. But if it was like a house phone, which if you had a successful business, mm -hmm. I would think that you would have a landline. Mm, Maybe not in 2016. Yeah, I don't know about that anymore. I definitely had a cell phone. In 2016? If you I, didn't have one? In 2016? I was 26. 
Oh my god. You were like 25, 24. You're not that much older. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> we're not saying that on the air. <laughs> um <laughs> um I don't know where the where was I? I was 28. Landline. Just kidding. 26. You didn't have no damn landline when you were 26. Oh hell no. No, yeah. I said if you have a business. Oh, sure, like childcare. No, you still wouldn't have yeah, a landline. You'd have me. you'd have a cell phone. Mm, I don't know. I think so. Aren't there like guidelines and shit? No. No phone. <laughs> Girl. No phone guidelines. <laughs> no phone guidelines. Sorry. Where are the guidelines about your You want some vonage? Phone. <laughs> um <laughs> some vonage. <laughs> I haven't thought of I would totally go with their business just because of the orange. (laughs) Um, Because you like how it looks? Yeah. Nice. (laughs) I can't remember the little jingle, but I remember the Mm -hmm. van. (laughs) The kidnapping van. (laughs) They had an orange van. She would get caught. How did you survive this long? (laughs) I grew up in a small town with nice people. that van. You I'd got go a nice band. Do you have tamales? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. No. I would get in the would van. Get kidnapped too. I, would, I would so get kidnapped. <laughs> if they, oh, if okay. They were See, tamales. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got enchiladas too. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucked. Um, I had a good meal before I died. Yes. <laughs> Worth it. Worth every pound. They would promptly throw me back the fuck out of the van. <laughs> They'd be like, no. After I'm done eating tamales, we they're like, we picked up the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. She's a she rabid animal. Sassy as shit. <laughs> and there's something wrong with her. She can go torture other people in the world and it brings us joy. Let her she back out. She thinks that we're going to a suppository for her bank. <laughs> Listen, I still pay my bills. <laughs> uh, so Shanna, on the evening of March 16th, that she and said that she and Rebecca had sat down in the living room and watched the movie Knocked Up. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you were like, I wonder what people were doing? It made me think of you when I read that in the affidavit. Why? Because you were like, why are they, wa- what are they watching? What are they doing? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the normalcy that they're trying to live out. Yeah. Just watched and knocked up. Yeah, she knocked movie. somebody up, didn't she? Across the damn head. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, And they were, uh, they had smoked some marijuana while <laughs> Bethany was laying. Because drugs are great and make everything easier. Well, I'm it sure it calmed forget. them the fuck down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> While Bethany was laying on their bed. One um, moment, I'm going to the dispensary. Real quick. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they left her for hours at a mm-hmm. time while they went on a tour of the monument, came back in, threw her a sponge, and then went back out to go hike Mount Garfield, so. Mm-hmm. A sponge? He's kidding. Oh, you took my thing. Yeah, I did exactly. take your thing. She, I just, Listen, whoa, it would click, be click, click, just there enough liquid right in there. Yep. Just to enough. trick your brain. To thinking you're gonna Please live. Please don't cross me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh God. she's so sweet. She would never. <laughs> you haven't seen my basement. <laughs> Y'all have. <laughs> it's coated. It it's immaculate. It's really weird. Why is it immaculate? 
I didn't make it that way. Why I bought it like that. Mm-hmm. They got like thick white tarp. Weird. It's clean. Like Dexter. Don't ever cut into the tarp. I, I don't want to. I wouldn't. Don't ever. Because I'm scared there's skulls. <laughs> <laughs> um, of little people. Of little people. <laughs> they were school teachers. They were school teachers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anybody ever go missing around here? I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to I'm not up. looking it up. I look don't want to know house is history. Um, so Shanna said she went um, into the bedroom and laid next to Bethany during the night. When Shanna had uh, dozed off, she then woke up in the morning at 6.30 a.m. on the 17th. I don't understand. Because she cared so much for her that she was going to go sleep in the bed with her and make sure that she survived. After watching the shit. Get Done beat her. out of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you... Ugh. This makes no sense. So she explained that Bethany was extremely hot and had a temperature of over 100 degrees. Um, Shanna said she had uh, given Bethany a, another suppository and that had helped her. I don't understand. I don't understand this. I don't. It pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, How is she giving it to her? What like the normal way or is she shoving rape? it down her fucking I throat? I don't fucking know. Um, what's interesting too, because of course Shanna is playing this I'm a victim role as well. Yeah, fuck you. Is um, <laughs> during a search warrant that they placed on the house, um, they found on like the bedside in the master bedroom notes throughout the night of Bethany's temperature of how it would either increase or decrease. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. They were logging it. So Shanna was. Shanna was. Shanna was. Shanna was logging it. Rebecca, Rebecca didn't give two fuck. fuck. But you're still so you're like, still consciously logging her temperature and you're not acting. She may have been that scared. Uh, it's a mental thing. Men, yeah. men, mental stuff is way different. I don't know. I mean, like, it does not excuse anything no, at all i'm not saying that not. at all but like obviously it's her niece like her blood mm-hmm. so there's like you can't unless you're an absolute socio like psychopath she's gonna have some a pinch of empathy you know what i mean you would think at some point at some point you would think okay like you would think she was scared, but she wasn't scared less, enough. Yeah. My life is worth less than this child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I need to get this child help mm-hmm. at some point. She could have easily just see. left. Maybe. I don't know. She was controlling either. Either way. At some point you should, in my <clears> mind, <throat> you should look at it and be like, I wish I could interview people. I am. <laughs> if so, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. The worst part of it is that I, Rebecca kills me, then Rebecca kills me as long as Bethany survives. Right. At some point. Yeah. You, that has to cross your mind. Well, it should. I, oh, yeah. I, see, and you're speaking like that because you have children and you care about them and you'd lay your line on the line for them. Your as, life on the line. Yes. Rewind. Um, so it's. Oh, I. I don't even have children and I'm. 
like oh, I but i have kids too. that i like yeah, i, I love clo- kids yeah mm-hmm. but and that would never cross your fucking mind you would stand up and make sure that that shit wasn't gonna fucking happen i'm sorry but rebecca wouldn't have made it to prison correct <laughs> correct it, oh my god! It oh, would take. It was the damnedest thing. She just tripped and <laughs> fell into a vacuum. Yeah, in the jail cell. <laughs> Where's her face? <laughs> we don't. Talk Where's about her face? Um. <laughs> uh. So, at six thirty a.m., right? She had checked her temp. Was a hundred degrees. She gave her medicine again. Uh, but Threw Shanna went to sleep again and woke up about an hour later. This is when she found Bethany no longer breathing. She woke up Rebecca, and that is when Rebecca agreed to call 911. Rebecca told her she was going to tell the dispatcher um, Mm -hmm. while the 911 call was still ringing. Prior to the police arriving, Rebecca went into the master bedroom and moved blankets away from the bed and Bethany as she was covered up in them. She then hid... um, a uh, container that they called bruise cream, so a makeup cover-up kit. Um, Please tell me there was a label that said bruise oh. cover-up. Well, I love that Shanna like, refers to it as a as a uh, bruise cream. She literally. Oh, so you've used this shit a that. long time, either on herself. No, on Bethany, because Bethany. Mm-hmm. Oh she was she was verbally and mentally <clears throat> abusive to her. Mm-hmm. But for what whatever reason, is she lost people. her fucking mind with Bethany. Um, no. And they had tried to hide more stuff, but then police responded. Where the fuck, fuck they yeah, gonna they hide did. it? Yeah. And fuck, yeah, they fucking responded quick. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Not conscious, not breathing. Yeah. You're, yeah. Thinking You're that they don't give a there. shit over yeah. this kid. They gave more shits about Bethany than the two of them combined. Um, yeah. I'm fucking sure of it. Uh, so the PC affidavit concluded that throughout the investigation, there were multiple independent witness accounts other than the um, three listed that Rebecca had been saying that Bethany was inside her house or at, quote, grandma's home during the last two weeks of Bethany's life, so March 5th of 2016 to the 17th. But she was in the closet. Mm-hmm. Rebecca... And being, you know, twirled around and smacked on a bunch of different objects and pushed over and drrowned. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um... So Rebecca had only admitted to investigators that she was living inside the residence during that same two-week time period. That is the only thing that she admitted to with them. Rebecca. Mm -hmm. So they're sentenced and they went to prison, right? Yes. In Colorado? Yeah. Are they in the same facility? No. They're separated? Correct. That's smart. Let me guess. They put them in a protective area. So other people oh, can't get their grummy not. hands on them. Hey, hey, that's a talk to people who have done solitary. It drives you nuts. I know. It drives you fucking nuts. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> P. 
people say they are sorry very quickly. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> In solitary. <laughs> but, but my thing is, is like, people are so worried about the prison population and it's just so much and it's our tax paying money. If they didn't segregate people, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that it wouldn't be an issue. Honestly, think about it. It's called the self-correcting problem. I don't think that there would be an issue anymore. <laughs> but um, we got all these feelings now. No, we uh, have to we have to take care of the people that we lock away mm. from the I rest saw of this society. freaking TikTok that was like, why do you hate Americans? <laughs> I can say a few things. <laughs> this uh person from the UK was like, because they are so sensitive. I was like, yeah, we are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thanks for pointing that out. Thanks. Oh, I got You're my feelings such a turned. dick. When? <laughs> person from the UK. Ooh, We're free. Did you know that hmm. they changed the definition of a woman? Oh, that's going to piss me off. You should look it up. Hmm. Let's continue. <laughs> we don't need another. But I don't think tangent. they changed the definition of a man. Hmm. Interesting. Why not both? Mm-hmm. My brain. Equality at its best. Yeah, you could have all the rights. <laughs> as long as I ain't got to work, I don't give a fuck. Sounds great. I'll just stay here. I'm just gonna. Yeah, yeah, this whole thing that we can do it. I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> Shut up. We had it so good. <laughs> I just want to stay home and make cornbread and hang out with my dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Though the life would not be like that back then. No, probably not. Ooh, and I bet they didn't have TJ Maxx mm-hmm. or TV or TV. They had they had so, TV, just not in color. Yeah. yeah. So wah, wah, and it was wah. a box. Yeah. Then On you, the floor. The size of your yeah. microwave. My nana had one. Same. That is grandma. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, Shanna had admitted that Bethany was at the house initially saying Bethany was concealed from Rebecca or saying that Bethany was concealed. Uh, Rebecca had revealed in the last interview the details um, and involvements in the injury which led up to Bethany's death. Mm -mm. So this is Rebecca's story now. Mm -hmm. So we've got Shanna's lie to the cops initially Mm -hmm. that got her charged. Mm -hmm. And then we have Shanna's other maybe lie mm-hmm. about after she got locked up, she started mm-hmm. thinking about what happened and she saw an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. And now we get Rebecca's side. Mm-hmm. The whole thing? So, Well, whatever she's going to give us. Rebecca provided no plausible explanation as to how Bethany was concealed in her own home, in her own bedroom, for two weeks without she, her knowledge. So she's stating that she doesn't know anything that went on. Correct. Huh. Rebecca was later placed under arrest on July 29th for child abuse resulting in death, murder in the first degree, second degree kidnapping, and false imprisonment. She was also held without bond in Mesa County. So same charges I like as... That. I know. Yeah. Same That's charges. what it fucking should be. You took a child's life. Even... A life. If you take a life. Yeah, that's not how that works. I know. And it just breaks my heart for those families. Um, 
Because so, there's no justice. No wonder yeah. nobody likes this. I don't like the system. No, I think it's all convoluted. I don't know. Like not only like whatever we get blamed for everything. Whatever it is, what oh, it is. Always. But then like we have to like sit there and deal with it too. Mm-hmm. And then we have to deal with like not being liked. I feel like it's a blame game on every single system. Yeah, like, that's what I've noticed. Like. And but like my career, when you're in it though, mm-hmm. you like get like a triple whammy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you feel sucks. the heat. Yeah, yeah. Be like, you can't do that because of this. You can't mm-hmm. do that because of this. You can't do that because of this and this and this. Because mm-hmm. Americans are sensitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> it hurts mine too. Feelings. Uh, <laughs> what are those? <laughs> Define it. Uh, <laughs> So sentencing happened on April 20th of 2017. Mesa County judge sentenced both women to 48 years in prison plus five years of parole after being after they potentially get released or well, they will. But I'm sorry. How old are they? 30? 36 was Shanna and 38 is how old Rebecca is. Shanna pled guilty in their 70s. Yeah. Sometimes. 36 and 48. I'm sure all these. Sometimes. I ain't one of them. Come on, Drew. Um, That's why we have you on this podcast. (laughs) Where's the peanut gallery? You You can do math. Didn't. That was not in the job description. (laughs) I do not do math either. I don't pay you. Listen. (laughs) They'll be 84. So there's something weird about being sentenced to life in prison. People want to be sentenced to life in prison instead of by a number of years for some reason. Hmm. I can't remember what it is. You don't have to remember that. I'll have to look it up and Mm -hmm. explain it like Mm -hmm. in the next one. But like, I don't know. I can't Mm -hmm. remember. It was weird. And I thought it was very odd whenever I read about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, why would you rather want life in prison than like a set of numbers? Benefits. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what those benefits would be, but I mean. There must be some There benefits. must be something. Yeah. Um, Three hots on a cot. And- right. Uh, so Shanna and Rebecca both pled guilty to second degree murder. Um, however, it was argued in the court uh, from Shanna's attorney that she should receive a lesser charge as she was a victim as well, explaining that Shanna is submissive in nature and was subject to repeated abuse from Rebecca. Sorry. (laughs) The defense attorney also stated that she suffered abuse herself when she was a child and suffered from PTSD. So then you should have done something. Therapy, Mm -hmm. pills. Mm Mm-hmm. Get help. There's there's fucking resources out there. Some of them suck. Some of them totally suck, but you can at least try yes. and get the help. But that, oh my God, that makes me so mad. So, however, the judge in this case responded with being abused is no reason to abuse someone else. Exactly. Totally agree. Um, is this the same judge that put no bond on these people? I am liking this judge. Me too. Rocking it. Yeah. Uh, Judge Flynn. All right, Flynn. Mm -hmm. Get it, Flynn. I like it. You got two votes. (laughs) Three. 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 
three what? votes. Oh, you can't. <laughs> look at her trying That's to look nice and math. shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Y'all got <laughs> to look up these these mug shots. Did you look at these before? That's yeah. Rebecca. Got a nice shirt on and shit. Psychopath. Mm-hmm. And then that's Shanna. Submissive, right? Submissive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Rebecca does look like a bigger woman. She is bigger. Yeah. So the thing with this case, though, right, is how how in the fuck could Bethany ever be placed in Shanna's care? That's what drew me to this case more than anything. Um, I understand, like... The foster system, child care system is, I don't know if overworked is the right word. I feel like we're all overworked, especially if you work in police work, social services, paramedics, EMS, jail. Any first responder. Yeah, freaking any one of them. They're all overworked, so I don't know if that's the right word. Um, But not much is known as to why Bethany was placed in the care of Shanna and her girlfriend, Rebecca. However, the Daily Sentinel, so is a local uh, Grand Junction um, newspaper. They did a great freaking article um, that had court documents and um, social services reports um, that... Even they believe, so journalists, right, they aren't trained to the extent that you would hope that a caseworker is, right, for child protective services Mm -hmm. or human services in Colorado is what they're called. If they felt that there was red flags in this case, how, how did it bypass? And I have some theories. So, uh, this article had found that at the time of Bethany's death, it was reported that she only weighed 24 pounds. What? As a three-year-old. As a three-year-old. Okay. How much is a kid supposed to weigh at three? So, for perspective, we have an almost two-year-old. She's over 20 pounds. She's over 20 pounds. And she's fucking like the 80th to 90th percentile. Bethany was in the one percentile for her weight as a three-year-old. It's tiny. Um, She appeared very small and malnourished. Um, Though Shanna had few run-ins with the police, Bethany's biological mom had a long drug-related criminal history, according to court records. Okay. So Bethany's mom forfeited her parental rights to a son. Uh, This was Bethany's half-brother, and this had happened years prior. Um, But it happened in a rural county in eastern Plains, Colorado, Prowers County. No idea. Same, right? It's got to be way east. Huh. So in September 2014, according to this article, a case where Bethany's placement was opened in Prowers County. 
So Shanna had at one point been given custody of another relative's child. Although she ultimately sent that child to live with her own mom. Sit with grandma. Just a family Mm -hmm. of winners. Oh, fuck. But this is when she took custody of Bethany and an expedited placement per a report from Mesa County Child Welfare officials. No. When the Daily Sentinel asked for Prowers County Human Services for an interview regarding the story, they would not do so without a court order. Okay. Covering their ass. Oh, absolutely. To me, that's what that says. Um, To me, it screams that there's no transparency in that order, especially because at this time, Bethany had passed. So... Mm. Um, to me, Colorado records laws like they've changed recently, and they per- they really do protect uh, victims who are children. Um, but those lines are kind of blurry to me when reading the law because dead people don't have rights. So, to no. me, you potentially could release something um even if it's just a statement like mesa county release statements have you ever asked anyone like about like the whole if they pass away do they still have the rights to have it sealed like have you ever asked anyone how that they don't they do not like it legit like yeah yeah not at all like so if i at all yeah if i die tomorrow y'all can like pull anything on me and i absolutely we can pull the report all of it that you died whatever yeah. it would be huh domestic violence sex assault doesn't matter and doesn't they'll matter. give it all yep because i'm i'm well and i'm an adult so yep. yeah and Kinda. so those lines are <laughs> barely barely um, <laughs> making it here <laughs> yeah so the, those lines are blurry for me because the lie the law just changed um recently but so however mesa county services director did confirm that his department did provide a courtesy supervision in this case. This uh, basically means that Mesa County caseworkers did do some legwork uh, in vetting Shanna as a possible guardian. But the Powers County um, and their courts had the final decision, however. Hmm. But it's really not clear, though, if that judge knew in Prowers County of Shanna's living situation. So in recent months prior to Bethany's placement, Shanna was in and out of a placement home of a local domestic violence shelter. Shanna was homeless at the time that they were looking at her to place Bethany in her care. What? So you're going to give a homeless person a child. This makes no sense to me. So. And that wasn't clear to Powers County? So what I worry, this is just a theory, totally could not have happened, but this is what potentially could have happened. So if you're named in a report and you're named as a domestic violent Victim, a victim of domestic violence. Your name is protected. They would never know. 
but it is protected from someone like the public, like me asking for that report but that Shanna's name should be redacted. Someone like me, someone from the public coming in and requesting it. A caseworker that should not be held against. Like that information should be provided because in the definition, they are considered a law enforcement agency. Well, yeah, agency to agency. Yeah. Like, how so else would you no get your stuff done? For you to not share that information. Mm. But I don't know how that was missed. That's just my assumption is that maybe they were looking at it like that, but weren't considering them a law enforcement agency and thus they didn't share that information because she was a victim in domestic violence. You would still think that one of the major questions that you would be asking is where do you live? I kind of like want to poke around human services and like see so interesting. Like I kind of, I kind of had a fiddle with it. Did you? A little Hmm. um, with something that I was dealing with. And I'm like, Really? Hmm. That's your best option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who are interviewing and dealing with that? Like, basically, you got to have a pulse and a home address. <laughs> so, uh, Shanna also alleged to a Mesa County caseworker that her and her girlfriend um, or had admitted to that caseworker that her girlfriend was physically abusive. Okay. Another red flag. Like there, you have abusive relationships in the home, domestic violence in the home. That's a bad pattern. They're continuous, unfortunately. Um, and that caseworker from Mesa County did warn Shanna that uh, returning to a domestic violence situation could jeopardize her Powers County custody case. And she didn't listen. <coughs> and now neither she's did, in prison. Neither did Powers County, apparently. Right. But it was not clear if anyone followed up and learned if Shanna was uh, was in an intimate relationship with Rebecca at the time. Well, she could have met her at the shelter. <clears throat> right. Um, or if in fact, uh, Shanna returned to Rebecca's house with Bethany and tell. Right. And then that just like pissed her off. Right. And that's why she had so much neglect towards this child that she didn't want. Who fucking knows? Like there. Uh, I wish I could uh, interview people. So. But my biggest problem is I feel like it was a failure in communication regardless between Mesa County and Prowers County. There there was some lack of follow-through. Somebody was in a hurry somewhere. Yeah, I, yeah especially because the, the, the placement hold was an immediate placement. Why? Why did you have to go that quickly like i don't i don't know um but again mesa county supervisor explained that 
If any safety issue or concerns are made, they report it to the county of jurisdiction. So that's what makes me think that maybe it was potentially communicated to them, but then Prowers County didn't act. It's really hard to say. Um, so Shanna's relationship with Rebecca, that timeline of them being together isn't perfectly known. Um, because when Shanna was in the DV shelter, Rebecca claims they were not together at that point. But then that they were back together in September of 2015, which is when Bethany was placed in Shanna's care. How did she even come in contact with this lady? And that's when the Prowers County court case was closed. Because she's placed in next of kin relationships, which is what we favor as a country is next of kin in placing child care. I've weird thought. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Did they know each other prior to their relationship at all? Like Um, friends or anything like that? I don't think so. Because if... But I don't know. Because Shanna correct Mm -hmm. didn't have the daycare but rebecca did correct yep it was out of rebecca think that maybe cps or someone suggested the daycare or something or other because they knew of it because they check in on children and stuff like that like in a facility and that's how they got connected so i learned some interesting things that's where my brain went um so Rebecca had three other children, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Has to happen with a man. So Rebecca's ex, the father of um, her own <laughs> <Thank> children, <you. laughs> um, commented and explained to the Daily Sentinel uh, that he <clears throat> had thought that they were broken up for a longer period of time when that placement was happening which would have meant that when Human Services was looking into the placement of Bethany, that Shanna was not with a domestic violence partner. But it would show that she is homeless. She's in a in a. Do you think she used her, her mom's for, address? Maybe. Um, potentially. Uh, but since it's un- whether unknown the judge knew or not, it's really hard to say like why I feel like a judge would want to make a decision with all of the facts right uh well and that's what I'm thinking is that that judge had no idea no factual basis and that um Shanna stepped up as the aunt and that's fantastic and she's been given a child prior there was no doubt so this must be be okay in this instance. Hmm. Um, But if it was known about Rebecca's history, they would have seen that she has a history dating back to 2011 with Mesa County Human Services regarding her own children in which people would call in and warn um, of her anger issues or giving her children alcohol. How in the fuck did she get a daycare license? It's an in-home daycare. You don't need a license. 
You act like people follow the laws, Jesus Drew. Christ. Why do I? Why do, why do we have laws? <laughs> why do we have laws? Nah, you don't need them. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> there you go. I guess it was That's it. everybody's paid under the table. I'm right? selling my Here, feet on the internet. Cash. Absolutely. I um, heard that's a good way to get rich. Dude. You're going to sell your feet? In some peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. When when are we taking pictures? <laughs> oh you got a good camera? Yeah. I just got a Polaroid camera. You think that would work? Oh, my God. Vintage. Vintage. Snail mail. Oh, my God. I keep saying. $2,000 photo. <laughs> Stamps keep going up. <laughs> they do. We'll certify mail it to you. No. <laughs> it needs to be mysterious. Mysterious. No address, no return. No um. return address. We'll find you. Give us your address. Hell no, I ain't putting my Why? return address. Why peanut butter? I ain't have no line out my door. <laughs> no line out my door. Oh my God. There's an OnlyFans <laughs> for that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. They still don't need my address. That's Mm-mm. true. Mm-mm. I'm going to take a photo of a photo of a photo. I feel like it'd be less quality, less money. <laughs> less quality, more <laughs> money. I'm just here money. for the now, hustle. I'm just grade, here for the hustle. You grade for the, the hustle. Picks now. Are you going to be my sponsor? Yes. <laughs> Chelsea, the Boo, sponsor. you be protected. <laughs> I won't put your address down. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, that's how I'm gonna get my Tahoe. Um, <laughs> one month, one month. That would be insane. No, let's test People it out. People clear at like 50 grand a month. That's insane. Over a foot picture. Mm, they, those people do a little more, but you can, it, you can get like 500 I mean, to a thousand dollars for a, a foot used pick. Tahoe. Is that what we talking? No, <laughs> honey, we going for the... <laughs> We going for the Z seventy one. Oh, is the Z seventy one? You say? Yeah, less Ooh. gas. Less gas. <laughs> we gonna get the I more drive. expensive, less gas mileage vehicle. Yes. Um, so we can hustle more to pay for the gas. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, <laughs> fucking hoss. <laughs> uh, these cases were report. Uh, these cases right. and reports were either not assigned uh, for assessment or were unfounded by Mesa County. Um, there was oh, other... Are you beating your children? Right. No. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um, there was other information regarding Rebecca's history to include an assault charge back in 2010. Mesa County did disclose that Shanna was a victim herself and had been removed um, from her mother's home as a child in one of three social services cases that were about her and Shanna's family. So Shanna was even removed back in the day from her home because her mom wasn't caring for her properly. But if you remember, Shanna had taken another sibling's child and then placed that child's care in the care of mom. Mm-hmm. When mom has a history. No doubt of her being fucked up. Mm-hmm. 
of human services taking her own children away. Like they really didn't like this kid. They just, to me, they just don't, they don't function like we do. They don't have the mindset like These we do. These motherfuckers don't Talking function clearly. at all. No, there is no thought process. Like, I don't get it. Um, no. But, uh, but wouldn't that pose some red flags to Prowers County? I don't know because I don't want to victim shame Shanna for what she went through as a child, right? And hopefully, I don't know. I it's be, so hard to mind. say. <laughs> um, yep. But uh, Shanna would have been required to go through a structured analysis uh, family family evaluation process that's set up and is like a statewide comprehensive process, which would have included CBI, FBI, sex offender registration, background checks. Is that like really intense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so a CBI background check would be any contact that you've ever had with police mm-hmm. within the state of Colorado. Criminal history. FBI would be every single state that you have ever had contact or conviction of. Mm-hmm. Um, sex offender registry is just if she ever committed a sex crime, but, um, uh, and then caseworkers also would have been required to interview her face to face in her home. This is all in general terms, but it's a state policy and they would be required to pay monthly visits to the home. To ensure the child's well-being. But guess what? What? (laughs) Because Shanna is next of kin. They are not put through the process like a... Normal dude. Or woman. Like a person who is not from your family trying to... Like if you're actually trying to do good and like adopt Mm -hmm. children and stuff. Yep. Um, But because Shanna held kinship in this case she wasn't subjected to those inspections or home visits after the initial investigation i feel like if i try to do this they'd put me through the fucking ringer oh no they would because no like if it was like my family like i still feel like they would i i don't know um because in this case it just it sounds like that's not the process like if you are a relative of the child that you are trying to take custody of, you are not put through this intensive, comprehensive background as you would if you were outside of that scope. That's just dumb. Um, and then, so when Bethany's case closed in 2015 of August, that closure of that court case basically means that any decision or in a intervention regarding Bethany's well-being um, or decision of care is only under the authority of Shanna. The state cannot step in, not unless a huge caseworker case comes up. Like, like she died. Yeah, like this, like she died. <laughs> Like, cause then I'm sure that 
like Rebecca's kids got pulled away, right? I sure hope so. Yeah, they did. Well, um, I mean, she's well, she can't jail. have them in yeah. D block, so. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just saying. So on the day that Bethany had passed, Mesa County caseworkers removed the three other children who lived at the residence, all of whom were um, were in the care and custody of Rebecca, right? Because they're her kids. Mm-hmm. Rebecca's ex, had a, who had a two-year-old daughter with her at that time, um, who was in Rebecca's care, he had learned of Bethany's death through the news. Oh, my God. But the child's name was not released at the time. So he thought it was his own kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's That would rough. be the worst fucking 24 hours ever. Start and, ringing that phone off the hook at oh, GJPD. Man, I would be. Um, And thus, oh, ringing off the hook, I'm going to be at your fucking doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But basically, he didn't know Chelsea until with the picket sign. But where my kid? <laughs> um, I don't think it'd be a picket sign. <laughs> <laughs> um, he didn't know if his child was alive or not until 5 p.m. the next day. Oh my god! This is when he learned that his daughter was in foster care, and in this case, he was given custody of the two-year-old um, as he had also had custody of his oldest daughter between him and Rebecca. Which is I bet you she was just labeled as a caring mother, and that's how she got full custody. Mm. She owns a daycare Fucking and does good deeds. Mm-hmm. She can go fuck herself. That's right. Uh, so he still held questions regarding how the county... Uh, Mesa County handled the situation as he and his girlfriend had reported their concerns even as recent of January 2016 of that year. So three months prior to Bethany's passing um, and they just didn't feel like Mesa County caseworkers had uh, completed any follow-up. He also even reported that while their two-year-old daughter was in Rebecca's care, she had overdosed on a pill that was accidentally left out. I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. And on another occasion, her leg was broken at 9 o'clock at night from a trampoline. That sounds fishy. Why in the fuck is your two-year-old fucking around on a trampoline, right, at 9 o'clock at night? That sounds fishy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean, like... With the concoctions mm-hmm. that came up around Bethany's death, I'm gonna call lie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna... It makes you wonder. It yeah. makes you question. Like, aren't two-year-olds wonky? Oh, they super wonky. Like, not great balance? No. <laughs> So they why would try. you let him go on a trampoline? Because it's funny. No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, You're the no fun Aunt Hoff. That's what that is. I'm the one that gives you a bunch of candy and leaves. <laughs> oh, you fucked. Um, <laughs> so Mesa County did investigate both incidences, but it's not clear if it if they 
were assigned to a caseworker or if a case was open regarding those claims. Nobody can find anything? I think information's there. I don't think people are willing to release information. <laughs> I don't think the county wants to release that. That would look very bad. It would look it shitty. Would look very bad. Because I... Hey, here's your sign. Right. That you didn't do your job. Mm-hmm. Again. But this father remembers that uh, day when he learned that a child had died in the home where his daughter had lived. And all he could think about is, thank God mine's alive, but why did this have to happen? Right? Which I think is what all of us are thinking. Um, And to me, this whole article was totally written to notify the public. Um, And what sucks is that this article explained that at this short amount of time frame, there were three separate cases in which children ended up living with people who ultimately killed them or were accused of killing them. Oops. You know what's dumb? Mm-hmm. is like, I wouldn't have minded working in like CPS. No. Yeah. Like, I would want to do it because you could like make a difference in a child's life. Mm-hmm. And like, be good mm-hmm. at it and advocate for them and yeah all of that but all like the degrees and stuff that you have to have and all this mm-hmm. other stuff so you're sitting here and telling me all these people who have all of this experience and getting degrees or have a degree or went to college or whatever they're the ones making these decisions mm-hmm. but the people who actually like work to death mm-hmm and like a nine to five or 12 to 12 or five to five job mm-hmm. don't have like a chance to help mm-hmm. because they don't simply have a degree. It's well, and it's, I feel like they put a lot of blame on their overworked. They have, we're all overworked. Exactly, They have 80 cases per person or whatever the fuck the excuses. I, I just, I don't see it. I go work at Walgreens then. Yeah. If it's <laughs> like, if it's too fucking much for you, then maybe it's not for you. Maybe this career is not for you. But well, that's <clears throat> that in and of itself is the problem as well is that they are leaving. You you work your one year or two years or whatever and you burn out because you see all these shitty people getting custody of these kids and fucking them up. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then that's you leave. True. And then you and can't then change them. it. Yeah. Then you get, then you get fresh newbie like, Oh, I'm going to come in and I'm going to solve the, and I'm going to make a hero. change. Two years later, they're the ones that are walking out the door saying the system fucking sucks. Yeah, it does. Right. Well, and I, I think that, and People can disagree, like, and I don't want to say that one bad egg, right, ruins the whole fucking flock. Um, but it makes me question if that's what we should be doing is placing children within next of kin. Or if that is the better process, because um, I think Drew was telling me about this, that um, placement within the family is better for the child, like, uh, statistically 
proven. Well, they they want to place with the family. Right. And that's the goal. There's got to be a reason for it. So it it happened that like process of placing kids in next of kin, like for the whole country happened in 2000. That was like, that's when the standard was set. So, but what I think is that even if you're going to place them within your aunt's home, your your sister who fucking knows grandma, I think they need to put be put through the same background process, the same it should be equal across circumstances, the board. exactly the same process as any other person who's willing to take care of a child that's not theirs. You want to talk about a loophole? There's one. Yeah, like, and then maybe maybe because I mean it's going to happen. Kids are going to die. The system will fail, but maybe not as many. I don't know. It could help. It's like the, did you ever watch, um, it's on Netflix. The Gabriel case. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yes. yes. They stuck <gasps> him in there. Ooh. Nothing. Yeah. Like too many in the people. Box. Or was no, it, it was in the dresser drawer? It was the um, yeah, entertainment center. Forever. Yeah. Yes. In like, the bedroom. <clears throat> But they tried to, and they just ignored it and ignored mm-hmm. it. Like teachers reported it, like everybody this reported dad it. Reported, police it, reported yeah. it. Like, and it's what? Well, and I thought it was crazy interesting how they prosecuted the caseworkers in in California when that happened. But good, yeah. Like there, where's the responsibility held? Like. Uh, Did they get charged? Or yeah. No? Yeah. Well, I know it went to trial, but well, if they... you not to sound sassy, but if you go to trial, you're getting charged. Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> convicted. Okay. Got you. I don't know what they were convicted of because burn, burn her. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they were convicted of, or if if all of them were convicted or separately convicted of different crimes i have no clue um but i don't know it's just very interesting it would be nice if we could try and figure out a better system as a whole that's just me being hopeful like i know that the system is broken but i'm a positive poly and think that there's still hope in it Mm. (laughs) somewhere i don't know where but it's there yeah do you know what's been driving me insane? Tell me. They um, put, she's clearly five foot three and a half, mm-hmm. and they put her height as five two on here. They went off the DL. <sighs> Technicalities. You need to write up. <laughs> write them up. <laughs> they done fucked up on her mugshot. Um, but you'll be able to see, uh, a picture of Rebecca and Shanna, um, on our Facebook posts and Instagram. Can you put it in a heart? Absolutely fucking not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can strap them to a restraint chair. Yes. Just Um, put a strap them into the (laughs) restraint chair. Don't you think I won't? (coughs) With a sponge. With a sponge. Oh my Left God. for hours at a time. We probably shouldn't do that. No, um, no, we should, no. Do we should probably cut that out. 
Oh no, we're leaving it in. <laughs> Shit. False we're threats. leaving it False in. False threats. We're leaving it in. <laughs> I don't mean it. I'm a sane person. <laughs> please don't. Please don't send me back to the sack and poly. <laughs> but I'll answer the same. <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting on the first uh psych that I ever took. <laughs> It was a ton of questions about fire. Mine was a ton of questions about if you'd rather take a bath or a shower. What? What What was yours about? I don't remember. God, you're old. I thought it was odd. Like, would you rather take a bath or a shower? With all these fucking fires, you guys think I'm gonna burn someone's house down? I tried to block (laughs) that day out as much as I could. Oh my god, I remember leaving and I just like bawled. Like I was so, (laughs) I felt like the worst person, like in the world. (laughs) They put us like through so much stress Mm -hmm. just to get a job where you live in fucking stress. Like it doesn't end. They're Uh just preparing you. Like you're not doing anything wrong. They're just like, so you know what you felt and you thought you were overwhelmed and then you didn't know you were going to get a job or not based on like your answers or if Mm -hmm. you're going to pass or you're Mm going to fail because you're a psychopath or not. Mm -hmm. That's like every hour of every day. Here you go. Right. And <laughs> happy Tuesday. You're welcome. You got the job. <laughs> Wonderful. You You're not going to get paid enough. <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh. You barely get paid and you have to deal with all of this mounds of stress and make life or death decisions. It's so amazing. And be treated like shit. And be yep. treated like yep. shit. By the public. Yeah. And be called a cunt. And co workers. Not well, every day. If you didn't look at them like that, I can't. Fix my face. <laughs> you can just smile it. every once in a while. I only smile Jeez. to people I like mm-hmm. or they're about to get it. Are <laughs> <laughs> they about to get whopped up the side of their head? I will just like politely, slowly turn around and be like, I'm sorry. Can you just say that? One more time, I directly hear into the you. Mic. Like I'm Thank asking you. for your abuse. Can you please? <laughs> I would love to hear what you called me. Go, go for it. I, I'm just like I was temporarily deaf. Could you do it just one more time, <laughs> please? <laughs> yep. I didn't hear yep. you the first three times. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I don't do that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I think it in my head. I commend you for your job i don't know that i could do it's funny i had that conversation with somebody the other day i'm like okay so inside thoughts are okay Mm, mm -hmm. but outside words are not okay Mm -mm. you can't Mm -mm. you can't say those things and that sir is why my face is the way that it is (laughs) it causes your ass has a fucking resting bitch face too (laughs) you know you do i am the only one that just looks at Nice. Chelsea, stop. <laughs> you are not innocent in this. I try to be. Nope. You know what she does? She Tell stands me. there. She puts her hand on her hip and she turns her head to the side and she perks her lips out and she's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Go on. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Go on. Tell me yes. how I'm wrong. Yeah. Please explain to me. Sorry. <laughs> Say that one more time. Go for it. <laughs> but... um. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate all your patience with us as we're trying to figure out schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, we Life hope to be fun. more consistent. No, it's um, not. <laughs> no, it's not. 
It, it will be fun though, Hoff, in we'll make 2023. It fun. Yes. Yeah, this year, this be a year, good year is year. our year. Yeah. This, it's our year. <laughs> Don't we all start off that Do way? I, yeah, oh, absolutely. And then at the end, we look like Tommy Boy falling down that mountain. <laughs> We're really, just like, what the yeah. fuck, fuck just, just happened? Fucking <laughs> 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 hurt. Look. Anyway, guys, y'all have a great week. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.